The words of the Lord are pure words, as silver tried in a furnace of earth, purified seven times. Thou shalt keep them, O Lord, thou shalt preserve them from this generation forever. For as the rain cometh down, and the snow from heaven, and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth, and maketh it bring forth in bud, that it may give seed to the sower, and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I send it. Welcome to another program with Truths to Live By, a ministry of Harriman Baptist Tabernacle in Harriman, Tennessee. You're listening to Brother Benjamin Cooley. I pray we would be a blessing to you today. saved us from our sins, our lives are now in God. We desire the Holy Word to order where we trod. All for Christ, yet anything for self we count as dross. We're pilgrims with a crown Bible is open today to the book of John chapter number 1. We continue our study on the unsearchable riches of Christ, and we're looking now to Christ the Savior. Having studied the witness of John last week together, we look now at the witness of Jesus, beginning with verse 9, after a word of prayer. Lord, I come now in Jesus' name. And I ask you for the grace that's needed to preach in a manner where people can hear and understand. I know you are the one who gives understanding and gives ears to hear. And I pray you would grant these to thy people today. Touch the heart of some poor lost sinner that may tune in. And I pray now in Jesus' name for his sake, amen and amen. John chapter 1 and verse number 9. The Bible says here, That was the true light, which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. But as many as received him to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Christ is the sovereign, John 1, 1 through 5. Christ is the Savior, John 1, 6 through 13. 
His saving character and nature is revealed here. John was that witness sent forth from God before Jesus to prepare the way. His commission and call and cause were really all identical. He came for a witness. And he was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light that was the true light. Verse 9, even our Lord Jesus Christ. John was just a voice to be heard, a messenger to be received, a signpost along life's way to be seen but long enough to learn the way and head off in the direction of Jesus Christ. The man Christ Jesus, on the other hand, he is the mediator between God and men. He is not a messenger. He's the mediator. He is the Word manifest in flesh. He is God Almighty. He's the only one who can lay hold of man and lay hold of God and reconcile man and bring him back unto the Lord. Romans 5, 6 through 11, 1 Timothy 2, 5 and 6. All mankind is in a condition of spiritual blindness and darkness. We need light if we would see our condition. And Christ is this light. He is the sure light. That was the true light. The character of his light is that of truthfulness, is that of faithfulness. He is the true light. He is the sure light, always bright, always right, always light. And if he's the true light, then it is obvious that there are false lights in the world. And we mention just a couple of here. Number one, there's the false light of reason. You cannot reason your way to God. You cannot think your way to God. But then there's the false light of religion. You can never do or be good enough to be accepted with God. Salvation's not by works. It's by grace through faith in Christ alone. And so therefore, if you can't reason your way and you can't be religious or work your way, then, then there needs to be a revelation from God. There needs to be light from heaven shining into the soul of man if he would ever see his condition, be born again and rescued from his eternal peril and plight that is hanging over his head. Psalm 119, 130, The entrance of thy words giveth light, giveth understanding unto the simple. Second Corinthians 4, verse 6, For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, hath shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Yes, Christ is the sure light, but then he is the shining light. John continues with his pen as the Holy Ghost guides him and gives him what to say and write, and the Bible says, which lighteth every man 
cometh into the world. Every man that comes into the world is given light by Jesus Christ. Our Lord sheds rays of spiritual light and brightens up the darkened minds of men. He brings the light and causes men to see and understand that they're in darkness. I believe that's what's happening when you hand out a gospel track or you place something on somebody's door and they give you a scoffing or they give you a tongue lashing and they lash out with this or that and ridicule or or mock or say they don't believe in God. What's happening is the light's shining and the darkness is being disturbed. He lights every man that comes into this world. He brings the light. It's far-reaching. It's soul-searching. Yes, the light of Jesus Christ is going to fall across the path of every mortal man. There is the light of creation. There is the light of God's revelation in the Scripture, and both find their source and substance in Christ, who is the true light, as He is the source and fountain of life, so He is the source and fountain of light. No man will stand before God and have an excuse in the day of judgment. No, no, for Christ is the true light, which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. He is the sure light. Verse 9. He is the shining light. The second part of verse 9. But he is the saving light. Verses 10 through 13. First, the problem with men. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. Verse 10. He was here in the very world which he had created, yet they did not know him. To think that man would not recognize his maker. Does this not reveal the darkness into which man fell during and at the time of the fall in the garden? This same problem remains today. Men are yet blinded in their hearts and darkened in their minds by who? By Satan, the God of this world and they fail to recognize who Jesus truly is. He blinds men by that false light of reason and religion, and he distracts them with recreation, or maybe just simply rebellion and rejection of Christ. Brethren, it's going to take the light of the gospel, the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, to break forth in blazing glory and spectacular power into the minds and hearts of men and drive away the darkness and open their eyes that they might see. This is the problem. But notice the potential for men. As we continue through here, when Christ came, the greatest opportunity in the history of humanity presented itself before the sons of men. They could now behold God manifested in the flesh. Deity had taken upon himself humanity. Men could receive Christ for who he was and be born of God. The whole existence of the sinful sons of Adam could be transformed and exchanged for a new life and a new character, and they could now be identified as the sons of God. A response is inevitable. You will either reject this Christ, this word, who in the beginning already was, who is God, and who was made flesh, and therefore God is manifest in the flesh, 
you will either reject him or you will receive him. But a response is inevitable, for he lights every man that comes into the world. In verse 11, he came unto his own, and his own received him not. To the Jews he came, but as a nation they did not want him. They turned away from the light and chose to remain in darkness. But thank God he was received by some. Verse 12, but in contrast, but as many as received him to them gave you power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Thank God those who receive him, power is given, life is given. He who is the true light saves them from sin and from the darkness of death. And we see, therefore, that Christ is our only Savior. We thank you for making this ministry a part of your day. And in closing, we want to point you to the words of our Lord in Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4. He answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. And truly, it is written. God's Word, every word, presents us with truths to live by. You've been listening to Brother Benjamin Cooley. Please send all correspondence to Truths to Live By, P.O. Box 575, Harriman, Tennessee, 37748. Or you can email us at bmarkcooley at gmail.com. And finally, Brethren, pray for us.